Hello and welcome to what I guess is the first ever Newcastle Blue Star podcast. I'm your host Dan Tracy and I've recently come on board to help the club with their media output. What that means exactly? Well, it's a host of audio projects such as this one and some written work along the way with the main objective being to help the club expand its digital reach and create a greater level of engagement with our fans all around the world. Of course, it's not about me, it's about the people I will be lucky enough to chat to along the way. And what better starting point than our new management team, who are joining me this evening. First up is Liam McIver. So Liam, thanks for offering your time this evening, and I hope all is well. Yeah, everything's great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to be part of this project, and I'm delighted to have you both on the show this evening, and that of course means I must not forget the other part of this new management duo, and also with me is Paul Bryson. So Paul, thanks for getting involved tonight, and I hope all is well with you. Yes, all's good, all's good here. Fantastic, okay, so where's a good place to start? Um, I reckon a bit of background about the both of you. So Liam, if you'd like to tell the listeners out there, where have you come from, and what kind of football pedigree are you bringing to Newcastle Blue Star? Um, my managerial career started oh, probably six years ago uh, in the Northern Alliance um, with Pontiel and United. Um, went into it young after a playing career um, since I was a junior all the way through. Um, retired through injury um, and got the opportunity to take um, Pontiel and United on um, from the age of 30. So took that on um, and enjoyed it very much. Um, gained a lot of experience over the last six years um, at Pond and can't wait to get started with uh, Blue Star and hit the ground running um, with the cup games coming up and then take it into pre-season and then the league starting. Yes, we'll reference the uh, the cup games in a moment and how that all pans into next season. But Paul, if I could also get your background, if you could tell me and everyone else listening where you've come from previously. Yep, um, after a long playing career uh, in the Northern League, which my sides that I played for, Towler, Spennymore, uh, Gateshead, Dunson, um, I took the role as player-manager at Chelsea Street when I was 32, uh, a role which I, I kept there for, for five years. Um, the only reason I left Chesley Street uh, was to go into coaching at Sunderland Football Club uh, where I've been the last 20 years um, when I first went to Sunderland I worked part time uh, but the last six years I've been, I've been full time there until September uh, when I just decided to leave um, worked with the age groups under, in the youth phase from 13s to 16s uh, and more in the last two year, uh, stroke three year, mainly worked with the under 18s. Um, also, I had a role at, at Gateshead Football Club, um, which was linked with Gateshead College, uh, prior to his going to Sunderland, um, which we had a very successful youth set up there. Um, so, again, delighted to, to be part of this project, really looking forward uh, to taking the club forward. Uh, Obviously, that starts with the first team, but I would also like the, you know, the, the, the progression from the, from the younger age groups into the 23s up to the first team. You know, I'm really, really, really excited by that. OK, then that set the stall for the both of you. So thanks for that. Let's look ahead to the future now. 
And to be honest, the future is sort of right in front of us because with a return to action, what, only a couple of weeks away, I guess the obvious question here, Liam, is what is it like to take charge of a club in the midst of a global pandemic? Um, it's weird. I'll, uh, we're having two training sessions before after a three-and-a-half-month break. Um, it's going to be hard. Um Two training sessions going into the game on the Saturday with another game the following Saturday. Um, it is, it's it's going to be difficult, but I've got a lot of faith that the lads will be will be great. Anything else? No, it, it's it's obviously we're just we can't wait to get started. Okay, well, with that large period of inactivity and I guess a relative tight turnaround between your appointment, the both of you, and the first fixtures. How do you go about monitoring your new group's collective fitness? And, Paul, will there be any issues in the short term? To be fair, I think, obviously, with the lockdown, hopefully the lads have had a, a bit personal pride um, and they've been keeping on, on top of their fitness. A lot will obviously not be much fitness, but certainly, um, you know, being as fit as they can possibly be, uh, for for when we when we've started one one to one sessions with them, which which has been the last two weeks, um, that's been great to be fair because we're getting to know the lads. Um, we're, we're both already knew uh, 75 percent, eighty percent of the lads, but there was, there was one or two lads who we didn't know. So it's been great for that, uh, but it has been very very difficult. Um, obviously, you're limited to what you can do. There hasn't been group sessions, and they're, they're not going to. Uh, the group sessions aren't going to start till the till the twenty ninth uh, of this month, which you know, as a as a as a management team and, and a group of lads, we're really really looking forward to. Uh, but as I say, a lot of it's been been down to the individual, uh, uh, really keeping on top of that on top of that fitness. Of course, Liam. Human interaction at the moment is at a minimum. So, with that in mind, what contact has been made with the squad? Is there a WhatsApp group already in full swing? Aye, there's uh, there's a WhatsApp group, all the players, that's in full swing. They've, to be fair, the lads have all been putting the groundwork in, doing the running. They're, they're on the Strava there, so we're obviously monitoring what, what males are getting done and who's putting it in and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but like Paul says, we're, we're pretty limited to what we can do. Um, the lads are putting it in, which is, is great for us. Okay then, Paul. Liam just referenced a double training session. So when that gets underway, what are the initial plans? With it being a double session, does that allow half of that to be, shall we say, pure fitness, for use of a better term, and then the other half to be more towards match planning, or is there a mixture? How's it all going to pan out? Yeah, that's 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 what will happen. Obviously, uh, the couple of sessions that we have had up there now, uh, they've been more technically based, with, with a little bit of aerobic uh, fitness in there. Um, when the group sessions start, it'll certainly it'll still be uh, picking up the fitness or getting the fitness as, as close as we can to, uh, to, to, for the match. But also, it's really important that we do, you know, a little bit of team shape. Uh, we're organised from set players, so it will be a mixture of that. And we haven't got much time, but you know, we'll 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 do as best as we can, um, and then and then see where it takes when the games. But, but as we said before, the, the, the games, it's like a, a little mini pre-season, really, uh, which will give a great great chance for the for the lads to shine, uh, for them to impress us and show that they want to be 
here for you know the start of next season, which is going to be a big season. Well, Liam, in terms of match planning, the Challenge Cup, does that act as a perfect vehicle for you and Paul to get to know the squad? Because without that tournament, there's a longer period of inactivity and you don't really get that kind of feel of the players when they're on the field. So does this act as a sort of perfect precursor to the season ahead? Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it is. It's perfect for us. Uh, we've got six games, um, a minimum of six games, providing on how well we do. Um, and it is. It's like a, a little pre-season for the for the current squad to, to get to know, get to know us. We'll get to know them and see how they play, and for them all to jump on to what we want to do um, as managers. Um, so, I the, the six games is, is brilliant, um, and I'm, I'm sure. It'll be a success. So, Paul, obviously, we want to win as many matches as possible in that competition. You know, get to the final, win it, of course. We shouldn't consider this tournament a dead rubber. I know it's not what was planned at the start of the season, but, you know, we are where we are. So, with that said, how much focus is already on next season's league campaign? Well, I think it's one step at a time first. So, we'll take the cup competition uh, very serious. Um and, and see where that takes us. And, you know, if we can have a good run in that, that, that'll be great. But, but as we said before, uh, you know, next season, you know, to get it all ready and all started to, to, to hit the ground running, um, I, think that's, I think that's imperative. What, what, is, what is a great opportunity? It's, it's a great opportunity for the lads that's here to put a marker down and say, yeah, we want to be part of this. Um, they've got an ideal opportunity to do that. Because I'm sure there's a lot of players out there who would want to be in their shoes. Well, Paul, I'll stay with you. And off the back of that question, is there perhaps scope for you to open up the contacts book and make use of your previous Sunderland Academy connections? Well, you're always on the lookout as well, aren't you? You know, no matter what. Um, obviously, I've got quite good connections with with Sunderland, Newcastle, and Middlesbrough, uh, as well as as well as the, the the youth academies that's in around the area as well now. Um, you know, uh, elite uh, Newcastle elite, uh, South Shields. So there, there is good academies there, but also it's not just the younger lads; it's it's experienced lads as well that we're looking for. You know, um, so we want to we want a mixture. We want a mixture of experience and youth. Uh, you know, we want to be really firing when when that season starts. Well, that brings me on to my next point, which is sort of similar, but Liam, in terms of this level. It's fair to say that player turnover can be quite high, but I guess that's just the nature of the teams and how they operate. With you being a new partnership at the helm, you're going to have your own ideas as to recruitment. Have you already got your eyes on some potential captures over the summer? Um, yeah, yeah, we have. We've obviously got a, a short list that no doubt we will go into over the summer and pre-season. Um, so with the contacts, obviously with the likes of from the Northern Alliance and the Northern League, there is a, a lot of good players out there. And like Paul says, they all want to be in a lot of player shoes in this club. Um, but at the minute, we're sort of keeping our eyes firmly on the six cup games because it's about what players are already here for me um, and whether the players are still going to be committed after that. Um, and we don't want to write off the players that are already here because there's some brilliant players here. OK, Liam, stay with you then. You've just mentioned the Challenge Cup and the fact it will offer us all a nice number of games to dissect over the course of the spring. What are the plans when we get to, shall we say, traditional pre-season? 
Is there going to need to be more training to counteract the larger period of inactivity that we've seen so far? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. The the preseason, I would imagine, wait, well, it will be. It'll be three times a week, um, and it'll be like Paul said before, a, lo- a lot of hard work um, in football involved, um, and because we want our fitness levels to be high going into the start of the new season, um, and fitness is key. So the three sessions will be will be really hard. Um, every week and I'm sure the players will, will jump on that as well So finally Paul with that in mind this kind of inactivity period it's not unique to Newcastle Blue Star every team in the league is going to be suffering the same ailment here so with that factoring into the start of the season how important is it to get a good start and where's the edge going to be found to facilitate that? I think just, just to echo what, what Liam said there I mean, you've got to work hard in the pre-season. You've got to work hard all season. Never mind uh, just pre-season. But I think what we'll probably look at, depending how far we go in the cup, pre-season will probably start a little bit earlier than than it has in the previous years, um, and that, that would enable you to get a bit more uh, fitness behind you, uh, taking you into taking you into the games in the pre-season friendlies, which we've already got some. You know, some really good pre-season friendlies lined up as well. To be fair, uh, which will which will really really challenge the lads. Um, so we, you know, we need to we need to have a good pre-season um, and then uh, be ready for them games and ultimately ultimately be ready for the season. Well, actually, I guess that's another point to ask Paul. With that in mind, regarding pre-season friendlies, usually you probably have I don't know, let's say half a dozen. But again, because the Fixture calendar is all over the place at the moment. Is that another way to bring fitness up to a optimum level? Is by playing more pre-season friendlies than normal? Yeah, that's we've got six we've got six friendlies choked in at the minute, um, and I think we would possibly look at maybe said the first ones choked in for July the third, uh, which is Whitley Bay. Uh, but I think we'll we'll probably we might even go a week earlier and and and, and fit a game in there. Um, and again, it'll just be dependent. We'll have to monitor the players as well because all of a sudden, from them not doing a great deal, you've got three sessions, bang, 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 and it you know it could be it could be quite challenging. So again, you just got to monitor and assess that situation. Yeah, I guess that's just that's a very good point. I say finally, but I guess another thing's popped into my head. With that in mind, Liam, the obvious risk is burnout, isn't it? Because as Paul says, it's all very well doing triple sessions and all that. But in a sense, you're going from naught to 100 in double quick time. So it's about managing and staggering out that peak of fitness across the course across the course of the summer. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You just said you've, you've got to manage it. There's there's a lot of experienced players in our team, um, and I think it, you've got to take other factors into account as well. The lads, the the work, a lot of wait, 99 percent of them work. So as well as doing eight to 12 hour days, they've obviously got training on top of that. So you, ha- you have got to manage them. Um, so you, you've got you've got to be careful with it because at the end of the day, we don't want injuries during pre-season that are going to be taken taken over for their career, which will be a couple of weeks, things like that. You, you, you have got to manage it properly. Okay, to be honest, I think that's all my questions for this opening episode. That said, the floor is yours if nothing else has been brought up, if there's something else you'd like to add. So Liam... Anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Um, just that, 
obviously with the the lockdown, it, it has been hard. It feels like five, six weeks now, and I think we're just kind of. I, I know the both. We're just kind of wait to get started. Obviously, the the training on from the thirtieth of uh, April. Thirtieth of March will be a starting point, and then it will be the games, and we're just kind of wait to get our teeth into it, um, and then push on into pre-season, and then the league starting in August. Um, really looking forward to it. Fantastic. I mean, once you get going, the time will go very, very quickly. It's just getting to that starting point, I imagine. But Paul, with that said, anything else that you'd like to add? Just, just to echo what Liam said there. Yeah, really excited by this challenge. Um, and, you know, one of the other things that we have done, you know, straight away is we have brought a strength and conditioning guy in, um, Anthony Werrell from, uh, he's, a, he's at Northumbria University. So, so he'll, he'll be pivotal as well um, with us leading up to the season um, and then, and then you know, the, the break that we have and then leading up to the, the pre-season stroke games as well. So he'll play a pivotal part. Um but as, as I say, just just what Liam said, they're really looking forward to the challenge and, and, and taking and hopefully taking the club forward, um, playing a good brand of football, um, and just just kind of just kind of wait for it. Really, winning games. Yes, I heard that winning games. Of course, that's the uh, what we all want to see. And of course, that's hopefully, percent. <laughs> hopefully, uh, that's us, the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hopefully, us fans will be able to watch those wins happen in due course. I don't think we're able just yet in terms of guidance for the Challenge Cup matches. That's not to say it won't happen, but as of right now, there's no news. So do keep your eyes and ears out for any developments on that front. But I think that neatly brings the end to this podcast debut. So I hope you've enjoyed it. And the content machine starts here. So just to wrap things up, if you want to get in touch with me, you can. And the best place is on Twitter, at DanTracy983. That can be as simple as a hello, as I'm looking forward to meeting as many people as I can. And even if you've got some content ideas, let me know, because this is for all of us. It's not just for me, so feedback is always welcome. To wrap things up, I just need to thank my two great guests for their time this evening. Liam, thanks for your input tonight. A real pleasure to chat to you. Yeah, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. There'll be plenty more, so don't worry about that. And Paul, thank you for facing my questions with such ease. No problem. Cheers, and hope we see you soon. Cheers, mate. With that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is the Newcastle Blue Star Podcast. And until next time, goodbye.